Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Everybody keeps saying this, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, you should, because I'm here. Like, like, I want to ask you questions. About you, you can ask the questions. I just won't record it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we have actually still started recording, and I am with the lovely Kirsty Crawford. Hello. <laughs> and Kirsty and I—I I feel like I say this every time I uh, record an episode, but Kirsty and I are just meeting for the first time. Yes. Uh, through a lovely mutual friend, yeah. Siobhan, from Regine Denham. Siobhan. Yeah, Thanks, Siobhan. 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 Yeah. She's been on the podcast. It's like everybody I know has <laughs> been on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to know me, you know, <laughs> me on this podcast. <laughs> and um, I've just been totally stalking you on Instagram, oh God, basically. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you look like you, A, are having the most fun ever, and you look like you have the best job ever. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It really it's not bad <laughs> and I would, I would imagine that 95% of the time you're outdoors mm-hmm. yeah right yep, just about and if I was to give you a wee badge a wee title badge would it be conservationist yeah is that right yeah good Definitely. cool good so if we're, if we're going chronologically when you were a wee person mm. was being outdoors a thing uh, it was a thing just because you're just a kid uh-huh. and my mum and dad my dad was born on a farm um, and up north, okay. like up past Aviemore and was quite oh. outdoorsy and um, and my mum likes being out and about so we were always going like, I was getting dragged up mountains when I was like four <laughs> and um, we were always holidaying like up north and I liked being around animals mm-hmm. but just generally... Yeah, it wasn't like, like a fascination. It wasn't like, like a, a thing. Obsession, no, and then you start to grow out of it and then I was like, this is the actual worst like (laughs) you know I was like 14, 15, 16 I was like I don't don't get it I don't understand like why so (laughs) I never thought I was going to end up here no that's mental yeah I I liked it as a kid and I liked being out and about and then like once I was a teenager it was kind of like not not the thing anymore I I had a wee bit of a fascination when I was younger with like conservation yeah I remember I won a competition with the WWF oh yeah not the wrestling was that the wrestling Uh, and um, yeah like I wrote it was a magazine or something I ended up getting like a trip to the zoo I can't remember but I was very into that for a while and now I feel like it's not like I'm not into it no but I'm not as much as you're into it no but then it's because it like it becomes your job (laughs) yeah it's like anything you're so like at school you're like and science and no. biology and no, no. So this, this is mental no. this, I love these stories so now I go about schools and I talk about like you know like the STEM, STEM. agenda yeah, and stuff yeah, like science tech engineering and maths but I feel like a bit of a fraud because like it wasn't for me so like I loved so English and like creative writing and art and drama mm. um, and languages is quite yeah, good so it was yeah. like all this sort of like creative stuff hated maths really bad at it done one science in high school I'd done chemistry at standard grade and was like oh <laughs> I didn't have a care about biology didn't wasn't yeah I just wasn't interested yeah. in do it done all my hires and like the drama archery stuff cool done English journalism creative writing undergrad at uni so uh, you're thinking that was yeah. where you were going to go career wise yeah, absolutely was it like journalism you were thinking mm-hmm. you were going to do 100% I couldn't see anything else. Didn't wow. enjoy anything else. So was there one light bulb moment or was it just a series of 
unexpected events. Oh man, the story is like long. Well, I do, I'll do the edited yeah. version of it. <laughs> cool. So there was that, and then I was I had graduated uni and loved it and loved reading and um, loved writing. But then there wasn't really an obvious job path to go down, and like journalism was obviously quite hard to get into. And then I felt really, really lost and was like, no idea. But the backstory to it all is dance as well. So I'd always danced for yes ever and ever totally yeah didn't yeah so well i for the like for three years i was a dancer that that's what ended up happening in london so i come from if you could see my face i know i know but it's the thing because you're on my 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 work work instagram yes got a personal instagram got you which is which is so this is the, this is the I know. I was not stopping. Well, this is the thing I was going to say because I know that's lovely. like that's you, but then yeah, yeah, we're like the same person. <laughs> maybe I'm going to become a conservative. But then you had it when you were younger, so yeah, maybe. yeah. So there, had always danced, like loved it. it was my passion, wanted to be a dancer, but it was like that's really hard. Mm. And then my mum and dad are amazing, so they were like, if you don't do it now, you never will. So I was twenty two, mm-hmm. so I applied to Italia Conti, and because I was older, maybe I was twenty three, can't remember. Got into <laughs> I know, older. Yeah, well, no, but seriously, <laughs> I know, I know. like sixteen year olds. <laughs> so got into got accepted into the third year Amazing. of the program, right? And we're still going to graduate with the diploma. Uh, yes. So I was like, da da da, move, go there, do that, finish the final year, and do the whole showcasey, mm-hmm. get an agenty bit. Um, done that. Uh, and then moved to London and then just worked there right. for three years. Like, cool stuff, not so cool stuff, like having mm. five jobs at a time. Done like a million things, but this isn't about London. And it was really, really good, but also the, the, the side of it about sort of the negatives and the looks, how you look, and that's the reason you don't get a job. And, oh, well, it was between you and her, and you're five, five and she's five, six, and I'm really sorry. And that happened loads. Yeah. It was pretty soul destroying yeah not even just because it's like well you need to toughen up and take criticism but it's because I was like well I was already yeah my height there was a big thing um about getting feedback after an audition and the guy was like along the lines of I didn't notice you in the audition room but what I would recommend is investing in your teeth right not that much wrong with them it's a bit pointy um, but he was like, if you about four grand, get your teeth done. Aye, watch um, <laughs> You know, and that'll make the world a difference. And there's just loads of that. And plus, like, I don't know, my wee brain was like, didn't feel challenged enough. Yeah. Not that, the, but then I'm not that I'm saying like working as a dancer isn't challenging. No. It is, no, but no, it wasn't in the right no, way no, for me. No. Like it was yeah, my yeah. love and my hobby. I just like yeah. being on stage and yeah. dancing. It seems like there was just a lot of negativity just surrounding like, something that you had loved. Crap surrounding it. And I was like, nah, I'm not sure this is for me. Mm. And it was like really good while it lasted. And there was some like amazing jobs and highlights and stuff that I got to do and go to countries and blah, blah, blah. But in between it all, it was like the absolute... Pets. Uh, yeah, the yeah. struggle and the ups and downs and stuff. Anyway... So there was a job that came up at London Zoo. So but this was under like the whole performer like capacity because ah. well it kind of um, I feel like a performing background would have helped because it was as a presenter. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So they do loads of different talks and like wow. handling things and things with the public and um, gets really really busy during summer. So it's basically speaking to like a large group of people and I was like, well, I'll be all right at that. Plus also animals. This is and I was so buzzing for it and I got the job yes. and I was like. 
this amazing then everything just got better from then so I was still like auditioning so it was yeah, like yeah, two yeah. or three days a week in the zoo and then the other days trying to make what the dance that? work but the, but the zoo was I was like this yeah is... you were utilizing some of the skills yeah. that you built obviously and being a performer but then just finding this new yeah. love just like asking loads of questions and they had like a massive conservation program there so I was trying to like find out all about that and I made like some of my best mates like still now there and it was just such a good place to be um, and then I started like volunteering while I was still down there with like the wildlife trust and getting because I was like oh I know nothing so okay. I need to learn yeah, really yeah. fast so I was like volunteering went out with this ecologist so Gatwick airport has its own like ecology biodiversity team wow because they've got loads of like rare wildlife that live literally like around the airfields right. um harvest mice and slow worm and all different types of reptiles and <laughs> she was amazing yeah, went yeah. out with her and I was like oh I want this to be my job yeah, like this is yeah. cool so I was there and then your parents like so what are you up to in London uh, they were like uh, no this is like this would be the third like journalism mm-hmm. no not journalism dance mm-hmm. no not dance animals so I think they were a bit like oh my god um, but come still on. going yeah but they were still just on like yourself. we support you of course and um, you can be more than one thing that is a pathway it's a journey to yeah. finding what you really where your passions lie and that what a passion that you're going to take into being a job yeah. but you can have these other passions maybe as hobbies or do you know yeah. what I mean like you I think don't I have to have one label started to like figure it all out then mm. I was like this is so there was that and then I applied for this internship with the BBC Natural History Unit which was in Bristol because I thought well maybe like wildlife filmmaking like TV because that's still journalism kind of don't yes. know went there moved to Bristol for two months but then that was just like an internship thing but mm. learned loads came back Still at the zoo, applied for a master's in what I'm doing now is wildlife biology, but it was in Napier. More things happened. <laughs> Moved back to Scotland to start that, and myself and my well, now husband. Mm-hmm. So we'd had a kind of like, we'd been doing long distance. Now he was back in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and it was time for, you know what I mean, me to come back yeah, and yeah, us yeah. to sort of start setting up there. And then I ended up getting this job, which is also a long story short, but that's awesome mm. it sounds like you were just open to it because you fell in love with it yeah you know like the, the idea of like applying for loads of things and volunteering and just wanting to know more that yeah. it was like there was a real need thirst for knowledge and yeah you wanted to be immersed in it so like to think now so we were saying like did you love science in school and that you're looking at me all expectantly like did you so did you, <laughs> did you and you i was like I no no i didn't but now i'm doing a master's in biology and it's like what the best thing ever well it, well well <laughs> it is good <laughs> it's really it's really hard. like it will be good it like will be finished. good i finished my dissertation in august oh, so i'm in the middle of it now and Great. i'm like make it stop but <laughs> oh like just make it stop but like overall the whole thing's just a bit mad but now mm. I'm like I think my mum and dad are like are you is this have we, we, we stopped now I'm like yeah I think we've stopped now I think so this is like us never seen ever um, and then I fell out of love with like dancing and performing mm. for so long because it became like this burden that was like find a job any job find a job yeah. and then it was like and I think because I was a little bit older, so we're talking like edging up on 25 now. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but for me, being sat in a casting to be like an elf in a shopping centre over Christmas, and I just had so much more that I wanted like, to do. Yeah. And I was, if that fulfilled you, great. Um, yeah. But, but and then I was just like... It doesn't, it doesn't. This is you not... treat yourself. This is not the plan. And it got complicated because I did have an agent, and a good agent mm. like at the time, but then... You don't get to pick and choose. No. So it's like, I've put yeah. you up for this, this, and this, and 
Yeah. Um, for whatever reason going you're home getting at, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Well, I was just going home at night and, and I'd done, I was doing an online course on animal biology at the time because mm-hmm. I'd, start, I'd already started to shift my interest. Yeah. Um, but now, because i am got that, that's like the career part of it, I've gone back to dance being like the best thing oh, ever nice. in the, in the, like, in the evenings. So it's a charity you work for? Yeah. So they're called the Conservation Volunteers. Mm. So they sit in sort of in the middle of the kind of the whole wildlife conservation side of things. You've got like the RSPB that everybody seems to know about. No one really seems to know about us, but we are quite big. They will. They will know. They will know. Spread the word. <laughs> I say that. Obviously people do know about mm. us. There's lots and lots of offices, like maybe four or five in Scotland. Okay. Lots in England and some in Northern Ireland as well um, and they, they sort of sit in the middle of helping people and helping the environment as well. Love it. They think like there's probably a lot goes on in schools and different things you know kids are like, eco flags and being yeah. aware of like the environment maybe not maybe not so much I, I guess it depends where your school is and what their focus is. Yeah. There's maybe you know recycling and reusing kind of chat but maybe not like what about the animals yeah that live outside <laughs> you know <laughs> think about them yeah, yeah uh-huh. no, but no. also like educating adults you know because it's one thing like educating the adults of tomorrow yeah but i think like we could all be doing with getting out in nature and getting to know what's around us yeah you know like just out there like we've got wildlife out mm-hmm. our back like you'll see deer yeah out in my back garden like, and I'm in Bell's Hill. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, there was a squirrel in the shed this morning. Yeah. Like, there, there's... But do you kind of think, oh, yeah, like, there's... Do you take, take it for granted? Or uh, you, no, I'm always, like... Do I'm, you still I'm, think, like, Anytime I see it, I'm like, that's amazing. Uh, that is amazing. That's just in my house. Yeah. But there's probably a million other creatures yeah, oh, yeah. out there that I don't even know the names yeah. of. Well, this... This is one of the things that kind of, like, excited me or, like, inspired me towards it in the first place was, like... It's always been taught by other people. So as you, so I started in a traineeship still with the charity, mm-hmm. and then you're really influenced by other people, and it's like seeing their kind of passion for it. There is something about like for me, like seeing I don't know an animal, and you never have seen it before, like learning the name of it and telling it to other people. And I just think no matter who you are, like everyone seems to. I don't know if I've been doing like a public event and there's loads of kids at it, and we've like um, we've gone in a pond, we found a frog or whatever. But then other parents come over and it's like, oh my god! Like yeah. I just feel like just, nobody notices enough, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, and no one really. If you don't notice enough and you don't really care enough, and mm-hmm. it's like, why would it matter to you anyway? Yeah. Whereas if you even just spend like ten seconds just being like, you know, this is this. Here's a wee fact about it. You might even find it in your own local pond. Why don't you go and look for it next yeah. time? Like, why don't you go on a walk as a family and, like, you know, be really outside? Really important, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Well, being outside like, a massive thing. Like, yeah. I think we all need to be outside. Apart from you, you're outside hunters. <laughs> your name you probably been. A wee bit long. <laughs> Everybody probably needs to get outside yeah. more than, than we are. Me included, yeah. at 100%. It's not easy, though. Like, no, it's not. And, we're, you know, we're constantly being pulled indoors. Yeah, like, but I appreciate it's not easy for everyone. Hmm. You're not even, like... Not everyone has a garden, not everyone has access to yeah. green space. Yeah. So there's like a lot of stuff we do trying to bring that to areas okay. that don't have enough. I think I definitely can't remember uh, the statistic, but about it just being a basic kind of provision that people in, well, this was kind of Glasgow focused, mm-hmm. but you could expand it to Scotland, should live within 500 metres walking distance of like a communal green space of an accessible you know nice to be in nice to walk yeah. around space and like that's not the case for people yeah, in 
or just especially kids that maybe you know get up get driven to school spend their 15 minute break in the playground mm-hmm. get in the car drive home yeah not experiencing just no. the outdoors yeah it is so much common sense but then again if i wasn't in this job if i'd gone yeah. if i'd gone to be a journalist or whatever yeah. it wouldn't have been on my radar and no it was just obviously finding that yeah. nugget of something that caught you yeah and then as you see you're being inspired by all the people that you're working alongside meeting and yeah and they, yeah but like there is something outdoors for everybody to enjoy, even if, like, even in Scotland with the rubbish weather, yeah. like, get your jacket on, exactly. put a hat on, scarves well, and gloves. You know what I mean? It's like the ha- the happiest, um, excuse me, the happiest I've ever been. I'll take that. Not that's not true, <laughs> but like some really like happy or I don't know, like liberating times or when you're like, oh, it's absolutely minging outside might just go outside mm. you don't see anyone and like it's raining but it's not going to kill you yeah. and scotland is one of the most beautiful countries it in sure the world is. yeah but like, it took me obviously a while i've seen like when i was a teenager i was like oh why are you trying to kill me <laughs> taking me <laughs> like up this hill in the snow like <laughs> but now i do loads and loads of work with kids mm. and they're like mess like it's raining i'm like uh-huh, uh-huh. And do you like, to melt? like, yeah, but like, absolutely affronted. And they've got wee wellies and stuff. That this so the school's got like a pair mm-hmm. of wellies for every kid, and we waterproofs, and we go outside. And then once we're outside, and you've got their attention and whatever it yeah, is, yeah, you just acclimatized it. And it could be, you know, it could be anything. They don't notice it anymore. Mm. So, so you're, I, I saw there's one specific kind of project that you're involved in. It's, it's to do with hedgehogs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. who I know. love hedgehogs. I know. I, yeah. And I feel like. I've not seen a hedgehog in a long time. Whereas when I was growing up, yeah. we had Horace that came oh. and visited us every year. Because we still talk about it at mum and dad's because one summer, Horace was in the back garden <laughs> on his back and we were like, oh no, Save him. Horace. And he was pure sunbathing, he was snoring. <laughs> and like we thought he, we thought he was pan breed and he wasn't. He? he was totally fine. And then he came back with his babies. No. Yeah. Oh my god. It was a bit. We still talk about it. Mm. I have. That's the last hedgehog I think I've seen. Yeah. That was probably when I was like a kind of early teenager. Yeah. That's no, you don't see them. Where it. are they? Well, they're they're not around. <laughs> yeah. The project that I work on, like overall, is called Scotland Counts, and it deals with like citizen science. So the idea that everyone can be a scientist in a way you can like record data, you can monitor, you can. So there's people that go out and sort of monitor river levels to kind of gauge flooding. Loads and loads of big, open, easy, accessible things to do to do with birds, mammals, bugs. Like there's a way for everyone to get involved in this. So this feeds into it, as in you can help by monitoring hedgehogs, basically, because we don't know. There's not really enough data. We don't know what the situation is. It would help us to be able to know where they are, know where they're Mm -hmm. breeding. And it was based on a project that I saw in England, but there was nothing being done in Scotland. Right. So when we applied for it, we were successful and it was great. And I think they were quite keen on getting the Scottish aspect involved. So you're going into spaces with community groups and saying, this mm. is what we need you to do. Can you do this? Yeah. Like, are you interested in being a part of this yeah. type thing? Pretty is much. that how it works? Yeah. And like, obviously cool. you say the word hedgehog and everyone's like, yes, please. Well, that's which, is good, which is good. They've got the cute factor. But then it's sure. tricky because there aren't so many of them around so you mm-hmm. can't guarantee we're going to see them <laughs> like, we can't guarantee no we like, <laughs> like really can't guarantee but people are <laughs> disclaimer uh, no I actually okay. do have to and they're like alright oh, but we um, so like one part of it is to ask people all over Scotland like, when was the last time you seen a hedgehog get in touch let me know and we've, we've plotted it on a map an interactive map and you can scroll and you can see right. where you live and where oh. the nearest hedgehog sighting's been to you and through that if you can like zoom in and have a wee look and say oh there's been like seven active in the last year in my area there's a wee thing called hedgehog highways 
So it's basically just a wee hole in the fence. Um, so say like your house had one and two houses up had one and three houses up from that, but you're all fenced in. So mm-hmm. hedgehogs need a mile each night to find enough food and during mating okay. season to find a boy or a girl. Uh-huh. But if they're in your back garden, then they're just in your back garden and they're, they're kind of fenced in and you've completely like blocked off that area. Obviously, they don't know the concept of houses, yes. so they're just thinking, oh, well, there's I'm no stuck. way for me to go. Yeah. So what do hedgehogs eat? Beetles, um, caterpillars, earwigs, ah. slugs and snails, mm-hmm. although not so much. Your basic creepy crawly diet. Great, <laughs> um, but the But we, the advice, is yeah. like that they are more and more reliant on food from us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like wet or dry cat or dog food. Yeah, that's what we used to garden. I, I asked the question because then I was like, what if we poisoned? <laughs> we clearly didn't. No. My mum obviously did the research no at the time. Fine. Lactose intolerant. Oh, wow. So they'll end up, they'll be a bit of a mess okay, for you. Okay, fair enough. Water and like cat or dog food. Yeah. I use dry cat biscuits. And that's the most amount of sighting. So we asked for a sighting in a photo if you have it. And the most amount of photos is we hedgehogs up and down Scotland just eating cat food out someone's back garden on the patio. The back garden has become like the habitat of choice. Yeah. Do you know I mean? Especially if you've got like a wee messy bit in it, some like logs and leaves, mm. nice wee bit, go and sleep. And then you've got the food that comes out every night for them. They're like, amazing, great. But then the only thing is that they do need that travelling distance just because yes, they're not made to just... Be, they're not your yeah. pet as much as <laughs> kind of people think, like... <laughs> they just hoard them. Well, exactly. But you can, like, release hedgehogs that have come from rescue centres. So once they've been rehabilitated, the rescue centres have inundated with them wow. so they need suitable homes for them to mm. go to but I think sometimes people take that as do you want this hedgehog and they're like oh yeah cheers like, not keeping but it but like no <laughs> Let so um, we holes and fences like there's a massive campaign on it to for all the new builds being made that it will just be a, ah, a thing you yeah, just have yeah. that wee hole and then because if you can imagine like all these houses along here if you all mm-hmm. had a hole and you all had kind of decent enough back gardens that would be an absolute haven for them just to swim up and down and it's a bit like the whole saving the planet thing like people are like what can I do to like conserve it's a bit like like a pure big scale in it when then you just get overwhelmed that's what you can put a wee cat food out and you can make a wee hole in your fence job done feed some starving hedgehogs yeah yeah that was like a sort of pilot phase with just me kind of running it alongside everything else but we've just been successful we've been funded for 18 months to roll it out in scotland that's so cool so not just glasgow and there's going to be a a job going up for a scottish hedgehog officer which i think might be quite quite popular everybody wants that lady <laughs> so that's good. So it's going to mm. go bigger than Glasgow and hopefully get the word out there. What other things are on your radar? What are you working on right now? Or what ha- is just a constant, ongoing like concern? Because I've seen you have been like here, there, and everywhere. I mean, we're, yeah. like just obviously before we started recording, you were in a community centre that I've worked in. Well, I, I did yeah. in a past life working mm-hmm. for a long, long time out in Alava. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It's such a nice space. But yeah. yeah, these things take me all over. Like, pure cliche no two days are the same but like they actually oh, aren't you end up right. in all these mad places <laughs> so one part of the project uh, which is funded through Scottish Natural Heritage the, one of their priorities is getting people outdoors getting people connected especially people that face barriers challenges or are a little bit more vulnerable which is one of mm. our things so we have a especially big thing on the isolated um, population people that maybe spend too much time indoors or people that are maybe too inactive or yeah. are suffering kind of physical health problems as well as maybe mental health mm. problems so there's a lot of things with the kind of the refugee community or the black and minority ethnic community in general just because 
sometimes the opportunities aren't there as much or aren't being offered. So we have an explicit project to try and connect with those people, ask them, what is it that you want? Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Um, so we ran this really nice trip to like Trim Beach with um, one of the families from the Refugee Survival Trust, another charity. The families are, you know, they're there in Glasgow, city centre, not really having the means mm. or the money to go yeah, anywhere yeah. else or to see the country that they've mm. been brought to. So a wee trip to the coast, a wee trip to the beach, um, that day was amazing and it got helped out by, so there was a cafe called The Haven in Trun that supplied their whole space for us to have a lunch oh, for the nice. whole group. Um, Rabbi's, Rabbi's mm-hmm. Tours, they mm-hmm. gave us a tour bus and a tour guide for free awesome. to support the group and the Marine Conservation Society, one of their officers came and, and sort of done this whole thing on plastic pollution and we'd done a beach clean as a big group together so we were trying to give back as well yeah, yeah, yeah. and explain to the families well plastic pollution is global but just explain that like, here in Scotland and this is what you can do mm. to help and we got like 32 kilograms in like 40 minutes Jesus. That's taking amazing. it all off the beach and then sort of saying to the kids you know this is what you find in the seas in Scotland and this is all our marine life and that's so cool just playing games and, yeah 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 and then one of the women was like the word got back to us through email she was like thank you so much for letting us see Scotland in this way like we are used to the kind of the city and the buildings mm-hmm. and we didn't really no know idea that, that was <laughs> like, like that the beach is yeah, about 40 yeah. minutes away um, and like my kids have had the best day they slept the whole way home Aww. like thank you so much so it's just loads of stuff like it's that kind of life-changing stuff all that it is really like, nice it really is <laughs> it's really nice do you know what i mean like that and that's that you get to be a part of that and yeah. you need to make that happen you, you need know? to kind of stop sometimes because it's like right i'm going here i'm doing this session today and then mm. you can come back and you're like that's so that's like my job but that's yes. people's lives yeah, and like yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the joy were... of the job that you do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That you are at making an impact in terms of wildlife and conservation, but yeah. also just the individual person. Yeah. You're making a bit of a dent. I think more so than the conservation side is, uh-huh. is the, the the connection side. Mm. I'd say maybe like more so my project is kind of more people focused, but by bringing people out into the in out into the outdoors. Yeah, yeah into the outdoors. I don't know. Getting them outside yeah. and then just saying like, "This is, don't you feel better? Like this is free and like, <laughs> yeah. like admitting that we know it's not easy. So trying to provide like the transport to get mm. there and then trying to provide activities where we are there, teaching people just a little something to yeah. take with them. Like the session at the Hawk Hill Community Centre was with women from Sudan, and we had like a language exchange of kind of. So we were doing a session all about birds, cool. um, and I had these like picture guides and picture cards. And I didn't really know how it was going to go. Mm. Um, so we, we got in, we had teas and coffees, and I was explaining like about wildlife in Scotland, and I laid them all out, and they were just so into it. They were like, this one here, the pigeon, this is our name for it. Um, and they were kind of trying to be like, everywhere. And I was like, yeah, they're everywhere in Scotland <laughs> as well. Yeah, and she was like, we eat them, though. And I was, and, but I was like, well, you can get pigeon in here. Oh, wow, right, okay. Like you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I think mm. so. Like maybe well, it's a bit more fancy. I guess. Right. <laughs> like they were trying to say, like this is a this is a tasty snack. Yes. And it's like, oh, yeah. um, wow. Just that connection. Just and they were like, this is this word, and they live here, and then I was showing them like buzzards, and mm. I was trying to explain like a big bird, and they were like, oh, like with the claws, and I was like, it sounds so stupid and simple, but. It was just suddenly there was like seven of us around the table just having a, a, having a chat about birds and then they started spotting them in the sky um, and when we got our phone out and she was wanting to take loads of pictures and 
then we went for a walk through the woods mm-hmm. um but two of the women have diabetes and one of them especially was like i don't really walk okay this isn't something that i do mm. you know i'm very house-based yeah um, and we were like well try it you know yeah. go for a wee walk so it was a very very gentle hill but um and then she was like oh like you know the air in my lungs this is so i don't really experience this much wow we were outside from you're like this is just my everyday half an hour do you know what I mean? Just walking through the woods, and she was, and she was like really kind of listening up. We, mm. All the women were chatting away, and I think it's just wanting to show those women and just everyone in general that don't be, don't be scared. Yeah. I mean, I say that obviously, I'm not encouraging people to just go wandering, but in our sessions and in that situation, it's just something different, something new for the yeah. day. Plus that little bit of knowledge, that mm. side of it from us was like. This is about Scottish birds, and we I went through one of the really basic surveys that we do. Right. So, like, the monitoring side of it from my point of view. Cool. And I was kind of saying, like, you get to be the scientists, and they were all kind of pantomiming, like, being, like, scientists <laughs> and doing little... <laughs> and they were, really, like, proper laughing at each other, and uh, it was just so nice. They were so into it. Like, there was crows nesting in the tree, and they were, like, having a wee fight and stuff. And they were getting their phones out and filming it and being like, the crow, the crow. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's a crow, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's a that's a gull. And like, things like you, you were saying earlier on to me, like, do you take it for, like, granted? Probably, like I said, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, birds and stuff, like, you're kind of common birds. Well, they like, are. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I walk around every but day and I'm like, you, oh my it's God. It's probably good to just to take note just of, nice to like, know. the leaves under your feet. Yeah. Like, look up, have a wee, like, listen... I think we probably all could be doing with being a wee bit more mindful. It's like, it is proper mindfulness well, like, is, to yeah. like, take in your surroundings. Completely feeds mm. into that. And yeah. there's, there's like from a selfish point yeah. of view, if, if, if anything. But it's like, I don't want to get too like airy-fairy and all that mm. about it, but these things like are sharing a space with you as well. Yes. And like, it's, it's just, I just think it's nice to notice and be aware and have empathy and have an understanding and it does make me sad that there was like this the the thing they done there was two studies one was like pokemon characters versus like actual animals with kids that were eight eight to ten years old all across the uk and obviously and the results were like they knew the pokemon characters way way better than like a badger an owl like really basic things and it's just like if you keep losing that i just think there's got to be something so yeah. if we don't dangerous care, then for they like. Won't be here. But then loads of people can make the argument like, well, what does it matter? Why? Literally, why does it matter if my seven-year-old knows what a badger is? I'm like, but why does it not? Like that mm. isn't that frightening. Imagine growing up not knowing what a badger is. It's just, it's just like blows my mind. Being kind of in touch and aware and just having an understanding of like the natural planet. of like what's outside your front door is only going to lead to good things in the future. And without it, I just I don't know. It like scares yeah, me. Yeah, but it is no. obviously your world and it is your job and that you know that's why you're thinking about it living it yeah. breathing it non-stop but we can all be a wee bit more aware yeah. and it will improve our life it w- it's not like you need to do something yeah no like, you know, not it's at all. like it, this is good this is yeah. good for you every day should be a school day you should learn something new every day yeah and to experience something new that's important like yeah. for everybody like i think as adults we i say this all the time we less and less have new experiences as adults we've kind of like oh, yeah they're being there done it, it type thing yeah but there's loads of things you, yeah you could be doing and experiencing it's just if you put yourself out of comfort zone a wee bit like those so. women yeah you know going that walk yeah it might not have been what they needed but it certainly took themselves out of their own heads for a few hours and just got them and you can mm. you can see when someone's enjoying something you know and mm-hmm. through the the charity there's 
not specifically through what I'm mainly concentrated on, but some colleagues have a lot of sessions around mental health. So with people that have been struggling and it's kind of that, that green kind of therapy idea. Mm. Um, so groups that meet and they're literally asking for nothing more than let's make some tea around the campfire, like let's toast some marshmallows, go for a walk through the woods, like just sit for a yeah. bit and just notice. No pressure, no one's <laughs> asking anything from you. They're just asking that you just try and just be... I'd never really connected the whole mindful thing before and I almost don't even when I'm out so like we've got a dog walk him almost every day and I think I'd go mental like if I didn't yeah I really I mean I had a dog and we lost him like five years ago and I'm like I really miss that like that you know like I don't that, that, but he was my reason for me yeah well outside. it is and, yeah. I, and I wouldn't like the job yeah. is one thing but yes. then when you go home this dog needs walked but then once you're <laughs> yes. out it is your reason for going of course like Aye. Pollock Park is our kind of like oh, nice. is our kind of wee route and mm. there's like up in the woodland bit there and there's so many times I've just sat like sat down on the on a log or like on a kind of fallen over tree thing mm. with a dog and I'm just like Oh, feel awesome. you just and you don't know why you feel better, but you just, you just do. do. Yeah, and I just think it could help so many people, like just hundred percent. But Soundstead's preaching, yeah, let's be outdoors, get outdoors, guys. Like hashtag outside. No, you're not saying like night. every single but, day. No, it's just maybe like just introduce it into your life, maybe yeah. a wee bit more. Is there other things out with your job that you've other experiences you've been able to have in terms of like your love, your passion? Like mm. I know you've been on the telly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Punch Yeah. How cool was that? It was pretty cool. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And you're like award winning as well. Yeah, Kirsty. I know. Come on, weird. tell us. I I forget about it. I genuinely do. Do you know? And this is one of the mm-hmm. things for me as a person in life. And now right. I'm going to speak it out loud. I'll remember See it. It's like I'm like on to the next one. Oh, that was good. On to the next one. It's yeah. such a bad way to live life. <laughs> Like, not consciously, but like no. the, the TV things. So when I found out it was happening, I was like, yeah, it's going to be on TV. Like, because I'd always, remember I spoke about the kind of wildlife documentary thing. Yeah. I'd always kind of thought, oh, I'd love to do, I'd love to be a sort of yes. wildlife presenter. Still kind of would, by the way. Do but, become things? So then I was like, oh, yes. Da, 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 da. And then it happened, it went out. And uh-huh. then, like, a week later, I was like, like on to the next of one. Of course. I don't know. That's, that's and you just... do, but I kind of, but even, I don't like stop mm. enough. Like at all. But this is the this is what the podcast is about. Yeah, and it's I do need to, to go. It's because I'm oh, just like want to do this, want to do this, like quite ambitious, I guess. Great. But like it's to a a, thing. to a fault maybe, just like mm. do this one, do this one, do this one, and once you've done all these things, then you'll have done them all. And but then at the end There's of always it, another list. But then you're like, and now what? Yeah. So I think I just need. To I'm a bit like that myself, to be honest with you. Do things, do things, do things. Dancing in you maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Recognition. <laughs> it might, it might be. We'll say it's a positive. We'll just say it's a positive no, it thing. Is. It is because then you are doing all these amazing fun impactful things yeah, it's like, a drive as much as it's great for you and yeah. you're getting a lot from it and you're living your best life it's, it's not work yeah no, and it'll be, no, no. it'll be roller coaster uh, stuff do you know what I mean it's not all lovely yeah. and fun there'll be stuff that you need to do that you probably don't love yeah. you know you're talking about doing your masters like that's hard work I mean yeah yeah and like all that's the, on top of a job all the outdoorsy is amazing but at the end of the day it's managing projects so yeah. there's like all yeah. the admin that goes with it yes, and then of course. more recently managing budgets and I'm like oh. money back to that money oh my <laughs> yeah. but it's a necessary yes. so there was a project to do with 
these wee snails, mud snails, mm. tiny, teeny little things. Mud not, snails. Mm, yeah, not very charismatic. Oh, the the whole thing was to try and like set the, the really, really rare, one of the rarest creatures in Scotland, only found in seven places. The whole thing was to try and like these are one of Scotland's like tiny little rare creatures. Mm. No one cares about them. And I wrote to Crunchville and I was like, you know, this is what we're doing, are you interested? And they were like, yeah, we're interested. And yes! then they came and they filmed it and it was great. Love that. And then it was on TV and um, it was very exciting. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy, and I always have, I've done, what, there's been a few bits, mm. I've always enjoyed the kind of TV-ish thing, the really? way it works, the way, and the way people are like, right, like, we're going to be recording, don't be phased, and I kind of, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm okay, not like, I don't feel phased, I, I, I want to be like, this is my message, <laughs> like, I love that. this is what yeah, it is. that's the focus for you. Yeah. And it like, isn't like, I, I quite, oh, I'll be on the telly or whatever, no, like, it's just like, exactly. that is my goal. Yeah. And meeting people as well, mm. that can then help you you like further you're like I've got this idea for a project you know ah. what I mean I need the money they're like well I know this funder Great. it's just like meeting folk and kind of getting connections and, and making the whole thing be bigger and yeah. better so have you got like a like that list you were talking about have you just got a list of stuff that yeah, you like it never um, I get to the end of it and it's, it's three more things appear well, on it is there any specific right now that you're like this is what's happening in my head well I want to I feel like the I want to shout about the hedgehogs louder oh yeah um, I mean we'll absolutely <laughs> be on <in> this podcast <laughs> of course like, we do surveys not, we call them safaris so we go out from uh, yeah. 9 o'clock at night to about 1 in the morning with torches and we <gasps> look for them and we've got a wee HQ hub and we oh, all yes. meet back there have some snacks and who doesn't want to do that I know but I want to shout about that and mm. maybe see if because it's a worthwhile thing and sometimes you get like you're like churning out stuff to do with it and not really getting anywhere although mm. we have because people love hedgehogs mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to try yeah, and it must be like something like a mud snail and you're, you're like, like oh nobody loves God. a mud snail but when no. you tell them yeah. come on guys tell get more yeah. like funnily how can enough, you market the mud snail <laughs> that was the thing that ended up on like TV yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so your master's what what's the it's kind of detail of that? It's looks? in wildlife biology and conservation. Okay, is the kind of title of it, mm. um, and it's been really good. Um, but I've been doing it part time or kind of distance learning. Yes, while I've been working full time. Okay, through Napier. Through Napier. Mm-hmm. And when that comes to a finish, I don't know. I guess I'll just be in a better position to apply. I'd love to work. Well, I'm really happy where I am because yeah. of the people side, and I get so much out of being Makes with sense. people, mm-hmm. and especially doing stuff with kids. Like it's just so rewarding but I would like to work on maybe a more animal focused project for a wee while just to see like I'm really into what they do like the wildcat project and what's happening with Scottish wildcats just now and even saving the red squirrels and creating Hogwarts and having that funded is really special because Mm -hmm. that's me bringing that to Scotland and that's specifically focused on our hedgehogs but it is at quite a small scale Mm. right now um but there's like a I'm quite passionate about like native Scottish animals conserving them and but then I would love to travel as well mm. I've got a semi idea that I want to go so penguins are my thing as well yeah I love the penguins aye maybe want to go to Argentina and try and work with some penguins I don't know I just think oh man there's so much to do there is <laughs> so little time like I just ah do you know and do you know what a really nice thing is sometimes I'm just I get this thing where I'm just happy to be like alive <laughs> <laughs> that's I know that sounds mental. It's not. You're making me feel pure emotional. That's lovely. But it's just because, and it's nice that everything's fallen into place. But yeah, where I work and and how everything's going. I'm just happy now, for you. From from actually no reason at all. Yeah. I just had this nice content feeling and the feeling that there's so much I want to do. Like and, and your work 
and I don't just what I mean. I don't mean your job that yeah. your your life's work because this is essentially what it is. You know, when I'm yeah. listening to you, I'm going like you are immersed in this. This isn't your nine to five. No, I just stop. I can't about go it. home and you know. <laughs> obviously, you've got you've got a life. You're you know you've got a dog. You've married. Yeah. You've got family. Yeah. Like, and that's important too because yeah. you need respite from oh God, the, yeah. the work. Yeah. But it sounds like this is a real passion for you, mm-hmm. and that you're immersed in it a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's nice that it's given something back to you because it sounds like you're giving a lot to other people. Yeah, I no yeah, that is because fair. you're on like that, that presentation fair. aspect, leading workshops and stuff. That you have to be on. It is quite mentally it's taxing. Yeah, yeah, like there's go, prep yeah. that goes into it. You don't uh-huh. just rock Nobody up. Nobody sees the prep. You don't just rock no. up. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. And just that management of people's expectations and stuff as well, yeah. and like making sure everybody's enjoying it and making sure everybody's engaged. Yeah. Like, there, there's a lot of skill. I'm on a lot of the time and I do find it hard to be off like yes. when you get home to the house and it's just you in the house uh-huh. it, and it, it takes a long time for me to like wind down yeah. and I think that's maybe why so even once I come home from work I'm still quite in that sort of productive mode mm-hmm. of being like right well maybe you know what can I do next maybe like give them an email see if we could get that project up and running maybe do this and, and that's how sometimes I end up making more work for myself yeah and like just need to learn to like chill I can mm. chill yeah. I'm, I'm capable of relaxing well, so you, but, yeah, yeah, but so like, it's like you've obviously moved back to the dance field, yeah which is nice. and that's now that's my like chill time yeah. I'm like I'm just here you can't even think about hedgehogs when you're doing a dance no, no. I wouldn't imagine unless they, no, <laughs> unless unless they go like, like, yeah, yeah, like, this is no. the next <laughs> yeah but I mean maybe if you want to choreograph a musical about wildlife I am there Let's do it. Let's make it an outdoor interpretive. Like, yeah, come it to the fun. the creative aspect as well. Like performance, one thing, but the creativity that was involved in the dance world and your journalism and yeah, that that'll feed in. Oh, I've definitely taken it with me. I bet. <laughs> like I write these like so you're always writing stuff under mid press mm. releases, even posts on social media, reports for funders, and they're always like <laughs> like war and peace, like pure. <laughs> Like, I just can't not write. But it's helpful. Yeah, Because of usually, most of the time, you turn something into someone, then there's not... Words are powerful. There's not much criticism mm. or critique back on it. Being able to write is such a massive skill. I'm so pleased that I have yeah, it. It helps yeah, yeah. massively, especially writing funding bids. We need to convince someone, this is why we need 50 grand. Like, and it needs to be quite emotive language. So that's, like, a massive yeah, skill. Like, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So it was all meant. It was all meant to happen. It really was. It kind of filters in. Yeah, of course it is. There's a training course that I run, or I try and kind of show that the natural world, how you can mix it as a performer or someone, or as a kind of, like, um, outdoor facilitator. So mix mm. drama, dance, and performance with nature. And we, we like, mesh it all together. This is how you use the, the, the scientific to maybe, like, influence your characters or influence how they move. And this is how we create a wee drama piece. And this is why it's important to link, like, cross-curricular, you know, link the science yes. with yeah. the arts mm. and have teachers come on that course and then take it back to the classroom. Whereas, like, these things don't sit separately. They really don't. Like, I'll mm. always be passionate about it. And I don't really see people like oh science and I don't know still kind of look down or just that white lab coat thing but I don't see it like that my brain is always going to be over on that artsy side and it's that's maybe why I approach things really differently Mm. to like yeah I'm sure at the start I was trying to say well we could do we could get like school involved in a wee performance to introduce like our and they were like, "Why would? Why would what? Why would we sing?" Would I'm like, well, why, do we, why, "Why would we? Why would we not? Why would we not sing?" Yeah. Well, I, said, I do a project for the NHS about health and wellbeing. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's all through dance and drama. And oh, on the side, you they do a performance for the parents, and they, they've made the whole sharing themselves. Yeah, you know, and you're like, "You made this," uh-huh. and what did you learn? 
and the kids are like, oh wow, we've sure done horrors this week. And it's <laughs> yeah. been a great week. You know, and they're like, tick, tick, tick. That's amazing. The boxes. Love all that mean? stuff. Still and it's because it. you don't sit with them in a, a classroom. Like, I've seen people, like, not necessarily colleagues, but if you're collaborating mm. on something, people's approach to kids who have that, like, shut up, sit down, listen, kind of like, no, no, like, you know, going into schools and maybe the, the teacher that's been with the class see, views them differently. Yeah. To, so even yeah. if a class is quite rowdy, it, I, it, I'm not bothered, but sometimes you can see the teacher overworking themselves. Uh, Everyone's listen, listen, you know, like we've got, we've got a very special visitor and I hate all that. And I'm just like, just let me chat to them yeah. as people and like, we'll get somewhere. And then they'll be like, right, what, what would you want to do with this mess? And I'll be like, Right, well, we're going to start outside today. Mm-hmm. And then they're a bit like, oh, right, oh, uh-huh. right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, something different's happening yeah. here. And I just, and also the the whole, like, so we do a session or half a session around worms and earthworms and while cool. they basically like the, the foundation of the soil and important. But it's like, I'll be like, we, we do a thing, we dig them up and do da do, and we're getting really messy and stuff. And I'll be like, right, someone, can someone hold this for me? So say I've got a worm here. Yeah. But I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. With like the group of girls next to me, I'm like, right, can you hold this a minute? And they're like, <laughs> like paralyzed. But because they're like part of it, I, I always mm. meet the kids. I'm like, right, I need you to help me with this. Like this is your responsibility. You have this job. Like we're in different. it. I'm not mm. here to teach. We're here to like learn together. Yeah. And then they, they just do it. And then mm. there's just this wee girl who's like, <laughs> and then but then I'll be like, why are you freaking out? Like why? Are you? I was your age and I used to freak out. But we need to learn. Like it's not going to hurt you. And it's important. And mm. even like bees and wasps and all oh, that's another another ball game altogether. Yeah. And, yeah, of course. And then spiders is just like. <laughs> but then I'm like, I get it. I used to be scared of spiders mm-hmm. because my mum was like, oh my god, it's a spider. Blend behaviour. It is. And then just so much ends up coming out and sad stuff, like some of the wee boys especially pulling legs off spiders and pulling wings off butterflies. And But they're telling you, like, we'll find a butterfly and I'll be handling it with care and be like, this is a living thing. And they'll be like, oh, mind, like me and you last week, we found one and we like pulled the wings off it. And I'm like, why did you do that? And, but they're just a bit like, oh, I don't know, like just, seemed like I don't know why we did it just for a laugh and I'm like well it's not a laugh and like there's some kind of I don't know dark darker yeah, things that kind of come out of it or but it's that almost, that means it's really important well yeah the job that you do you hope in. that you'll then but again I never try and like be like don't do no, that you just no, I just, just I'm just generally like why, why did you do that mm. and then they're a bit like I don't actually know really yeah. and I'm like mm, maybe we could not do that in yeah, future yeah, like, maybe we could do this. this is like this is the name of it and this is how it works and this is how it has its babies and yeah and you see and then folk like the worms like folk <laughs> we kids get attached to it they're like can we can we I'm like no no they go back in the ground now <laughs> well this one's it. called Fred and I want to take him home and it doesn't take long it takes half an hour and uh-huh. you've changed that kid's mind about Love that. beasties and stuff and that's where it all starts from like the creepy crow I don't have such an issue with it but I was exactly the same yeah, but I just think like I mean I'm not mad, I'm not mad about wasps no one is but Fine. I'm still just a You're bit... You're not like, like, kill all the wasps. No. But like, when I was younger, we were, it was the hottest day of the year, summer, having a picnic, and I locked myself in the car and ate my sandwiches. I would sit outside, <laughs> I'd stay up all night, but if there was a moth in my room, no. right, I'm not mad about moths. Fine. I'm still not. They try to make me walk through the butterfly house in London Zoo, it was like, mesh, like, I just, but I can still appreciate the value yes. of them. Of course you can. And I wouldn't pull the legs off them. <laughs> no, you would not. <laughs> um, but I just think, like, there's just, like, terror, and especially, mm-hmm. like, groups of girls together as well. Terror of, like, oh my god, it flies, and ooh, like, even birds sometimes, like, ooh. Why ooh? Like, who's taught you 
yeah. these things are ooh, mm-hmm. like I don't understand it or just fear of the unknown a lot of the time yeah. and it's just like oh it's, I don't know it so it's negative yeah I feel like on this podcast, like people come and tell me what they do, and I'm just like, "Oh, I want to do that." <laughs> yeah. like, come and do, do it with all me. the jobs. Like, <laughs> yeah. but I can absolutely promote anything that you're doing, like from now on, because I feel like yeah, people need to know. And if like we're just listening to this podcast and folk are going, "All oh, right, oh, I, well, I could probably do that. Yeah. I could probably look out for head jobs." Hopefully, or, do you know I, mean? I know. I feel like I haven't told you like. <laughs> things to do next steps I've just been like rabbiting on about wasps and no, stuff no, no. but I should say the organisation as a whole has volunteers as a, as it's like heart mm. so if people did want to come out with this you just need to be 16 or older cool. um, there's programmes that run across Scotland every week where you can come have a bit of a chat mm-hmm. like get to know people a little bit more do loads of things plant trees plant wildflower meadows make benches um, yes. in areas where or like planters just to kind of jazz the place up a bit yeah. clear, make paths clear weeds make ponds like conservation volunteers people that want to conserve the environment and help it a little bit while either upscaling themselves having a bit of a social occasion so especially yeah. for some of the more isolated or some of the older people and that goes on in the background so my project kind of sits outside of the yeah. core of what we do but as a whole it's about getting people into the outdoors for their own benefit mm-hmm while benefiting yeah, do you know what I mean well, like, mutually yeah, yeah, yeah basically yeah. so um, there's a wee thing that you pop your postcode in online and it okay. says Dunham here's like everything that's happening in your area there's probably just people out there going that struck a chord with me you don't know why hmm. but maybe I should students especially like yes. things get mad things get mental aye just um, something for yourself do something and it genuinely is mixed ages like I started off doing a bit of volunteering yeah. with them okay, and I was cool. like I don't know but we were um they just made a new pond and it just had birds come and breed in it for the first time and I think we were planting these like native species to help them along the way. Yeah. I was still clueless at this okay, point. Sure. <laughs> so they were like, bring some wellies and I was like, right, and I turned Do up. Do I have wellies? <laughs> yeah. Like, right, hi. And they were like, hiya, right, this, here's a spade, da 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 Let's just get stuck in. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so-and-so, this is, and everyone comes and talks to you and then there's a wee tea break and biscuits and then by the end of the day, there's something so rewarding being like, I've done that. And you've chatted to the folk and then everyone will be like, oh, see you next week. And you just feel part of it and yeah. you feel wanted. Like community and, spirit. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like I say this every time as well, but we're losing that. Oh, yeah. Community spirit. Mm-hmm. People of all ages, all backgrounds coming together to do something positive. Gaining, you know, friendships and nice conversations and maybe upskilling yourself, like cross-generational, like, share, yeah. sharing skills. Yeah. You know, like, maybe I've never used a trial before but somebody showed me how to exactly I've never yeah. planted a tree before but yeah. somebody will be there and we'll figure it out together yeah if you don't work in that kind of environment yeah like or you're not again into gardening mm. which I'm not I'm not saying I am but like <laughs> there is that thing of like I don't know using tools yes again and like planting things your growing your own food and it's like pure linking back to that I don't know I just feel like it's right, at this stage we're at in terms yeah. of the world right now we're like we might need to yeah. <laughs> I know these are skills that we're maybe losing mm. that we need to it's just good for your brain man like it really it just is, is. And, it just I, is. And, I, and I never knew and, and it took me out and I was reluctant at first I was like meh but it just but is you're in it now. well yeah. that's the thing and that's the nice thing about it like somebody you've, you're have you saying like you can discover this yeah know, like I did yeah like when I first moved to London and stuff if I had known of a wee group like on a Tuesday just to 
Yeah. Just to sort of chill out a wee bit, but I didn't. Well, <laughs> Eventually, I did. It's never too late. No, no. And you are the perfect example of that, although yeah. you're very much still a very young person. <laughs> but I'm very good at there. <laughs> right, Kirsty, we're going to do very quickly the thingamabobs. Okay. Is it roasted cheese or toasted cheese? Roasted cheese. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to get this right. Roasted cheese. Where are you from originally? That's because you're from Mother. Yeah. And you say roasted cheese. Roasted cheese. What hidden talent do you possess? Oh no, uh, I can sh- like vibrate my eyeballs. <gasps> Did you see it? Shut oh, the front weird. door. Not done that in years. Can we, we're going to have to video that. <laughs> I used amazing. to do it in school and folk would be like, oh my god, That's like metal. weird bit. It doesn't hurt or like. No, I think I was in the car one day, you know, we watched like, <laughs> genuinely, you watched the trees go by like a dog. I was like, shoo, shoo. And then, like, it went so fast, like, 70 miles an hour, that I was just like, no. Ah. And then I was like, Dad. And then my dad was like, oh, I can do that too. No way. I was like, you never told me this before. Oh, my God. See, these are the joy of the, <laughs> the, the thing about Bob's. I mean, I would have never known that uh, about it, actually. In your friendship group, what are you best known for? Like, what's your oh, thing? No, man. I don't know. You'd have to ask for Ask Siobhan. Pictionary. I... Like, I like playing games. Do you, yeah? I just, I'm quite childish, I think. Great. I've never quite grown up, I don't think. Don't, it's a trap. This is a really, this is probably a really crap answer to that question. It's but not I just a... think, like, see if there's, like, I'll be, like, a, yeah, a game, a drinking game, yes. watching a game show, old gladiators, <laughs> pure love. Um, I really want to be on Pointless. I want to be on a game show. I want to do yes. Supermarket Sweep. I just, I'm, like, <laughs> just wanting to whip out the games all the time. Most treasured possession and why? Oh, these are hard, like, vague mm. ones. I like the ones where you like, do you like spaghetti bolognese or lasagna? Okay. No. Do you like spaghetti bolognese or lasagna? Spaghetti bolognese. I mean, both. I like pasta. But most treasured possession <laughs> is my... I'm going to add that one to my list now. <laughs> You're like, these are far too vague. It's made more specifically sad. They need to be pasta-based questions. Pasta-based questions. <laughs> is, my, is my dog a possession? Yes. But probably my dog. Oh, what's Louis his dog name? Finn, he's a border terrier. He's going to be I've seen his picture. He's a beautiful he man. Was in, he, he, was in the, he was in the kitchen. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. All the dogs. That's why I do the we podcast. We don't walk up Kirstie. and be like, meet my dog. I wish you hands, because this is why we do the podcast. Okay. So we meet the dogs. Yeah. What makes you cringe? Oh, I don't know. I just cringed at that question. I'm <laughs> thinking about... Um, oh, just like... Um, see on TV. I don't uh-huh. know. See when people have like forced... Just like conversations, like a mm-hmm. bit like, not like Ant and Dec style stuff, but mm-hmm. see, just like that, which is stupid because I'm like, I love games and game shows. I like them on my terms. I just, Fine. people being like pure, I just can't handle like a pure cheesy speech. Stock answer. Or like a pure floods of tears. Well, sometimes I can. Right. Like, like sometimes like an Oscar speech, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and then so, I don't know. Just like people being trying too hard yes. or. That's why I couldn't watch Blind Date. or then are people getting I don't know there's a whole spectrum of emotions but I have to leave the room Mm -hmm. at certain things on TV because I'm just like you're you're uh, stop it's like it's the try too hard prepared speech cheesy kind of like just people that are clearly bullshitting Uh and yeah uh, there's just stuff I can't watch on TV I just yeah makes me just die inside I'm going to ask you one of those ones because I know you love them. 99 or a nugget wafer? <gasps> oh no, a nugget wafer. I, I don't mm. know, it's horrible. See? I had an oyster the other day. Oh. Literally like two days ago. 
years. But I wanted to say the woman keep it flake in it. Did you did you not ask? Well me? no, because I thought well there's two different things <laughs> on the <laughs> menu in it. Like that's you either get an oyster or you get flake. You don't get an oyster flake. I wouldn't just ask. So probably a nugget because of the chewy mm. bit in it. Oh man. So good. So good. And lastly, ask everybody this, what is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? Crab it, maybe? Good one. Crab it. Crab or... it. Don't think anybody said crab it. No. Just because I, uh, I am. No. Sometimes. Quite, no. no. Don't I, see that. I am a wee bit. A crabby crab. Mm-hmm. Starshine as well. Cancer. Crabby cancer. Crabbit. Right. Mm, Crabbit. I can I can just be a wee bit grumpy. On, to be fair, like, on the off days. Crabbit's no On the off days. Do you know what? Going back to the one, like, what are you most known for in your friends group? Okay. Probably losing the rank. To be honest, yeah. So specific things that make you just gaff your nut? Not even go off my nut. I just can be very... There's a temper that flares sometimes. But in, like, what I like to think is an endearing way. Good. I'm sure it is. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm not, even, I'm not even losing my temper. I'm just like... Right enough now. I'm a nice person. You totally are a nice person. Just sometimes. I've, like, see something happened, I don't know. Like, someone just walked in and punched me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be well within your rights to be crabbit, to be fair. Crabbit's a good one. I shouldn't have started this. I changed my word to. No. I don't know. Crabbit's good. Hoaching. Hoaching. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're hoping that the place will be hoaching with hedgehogs. Yes! Yes! <laughs> What is a group of hedgehogs called? Don't ask. Is that a word? Not sure. Could Google it. But I think we'll be honest. A whole tune of hedgehogs. Of hedgehogs. <laughs> well, you do have a party to get to. I do, yeah. And I do have a production. I know. We've got on stage this weekend. Life so goes on. Better, yeah. better. <laughs> Some gas. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.